Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So liquid investments offer you the opportunity to build wealth while keeping your funds easily accessible. Are you taking advantage of liquid investments? So today we're going to talk about liquid investments, what they are, and why they're important to be maintained as part of your overall financial strategy. But first up, what are liquid investments? So liquid investments are investments that can easily be converted to cash. This means you can get access to your funds as quickly as possible, and converting your funds to cash should not be difficult or complicated. And liquid investments are best for short-term purposes. For example, a place to store your emergency fund to save for a short-term goal like a vacation, a business, or even buying a house. You can also use liquid investments to save for larger purchases that are going to take you a bit of time. One thing to keep in mind when it comes to liquid investments is that you are likely going to get a lower return than if you invest your money in something riskier. And so you don't want to have all your money in liquid investments because of the lower rate of return. But with liquid investments, like I mentioned earlier, you have that peace of mind knowing that you can easily access your funds when you need it without having your money or your principal balance being affected by, for example, market volatility. So while liquid investments are important, you also want to consider illiquid investments in your portfolio, for example, real estate. That said, let's look at different types of liquid investments. Number one, interest-bearing checking accounts. So we all have checking accounts and they're a great way to keep your money liquid. Some checking accounts even have the option of interest where you can allow the money you put in those checking accounts to grow with the interest that is offered to you. Essentially, checking accounts is one way to keep your liquid investment as liquid as possible. Number two, high-yield savings accounts. These are another form of very, very liquid investments. This is another place that you can put your money, get growth from interest, especially if it's a high-yield savings account, and then access your money when you need it. Number three, money market accounts. So a money market account gives you access to check writing privileges and use of an ATM. And because money market accounts typically offer higher interest rates than savings accounts, you have the opportunity to grow your money more while still having access to your money. Number four, a no penalty certificate of deposit. So certificate of deposits, also known as CDs, are typically known to be liquid investments. However, you have to lock your funds in for a specific specific period of time up until the maturity date in order to get a specific interest rate. 
However, no penalty CDs allow you to use a CD as a liquid investment because there is no penalty associated if you need to take your money out of that CD earlier. It might mean slightly lower interest rates, but it is one way to have access to your money as a liquid investment when you need it. Number five, stocks. So stocks can be liquidated very easily. However, they are not an asset that you really want to look at as something to leverage when you need liquid investments, simply because you cannot predict the market, you can't predict the stock market, and because of market volatility. However, because they can be liquidated fairly easily, they are considered a form of liquid investments, and you want to leverage them for long-term purposes. Number six, bonds. So when you buy a bond, you expect to earn interest on your bond up until the maturity date. And essentially a bond is an IOU. It's a loan that you give to the government or a corporation when they're trying to raise money. And bonds can serve as liquid investments because you can always sell a bond to tap into your money if you need it. Number seven, ETFs. So ETFs are also known as exchange traded funds. And unlike stocks that invest in a single company, they allow you to diversify your investments into multiple companies or an index of companies. Again, similar to stocks, ETFs are not something that you want to rely on as your sole liquid investment. Yes, those, those ETFs can be easily converted to cash within a day or so. However, you don't want to have to rely on them as your sole liquid investment because of market volatility and because you cannot predict the market. And so the last thing you want to have to do is to sell your ETFs or your stocks when the market is down and lose principal part of your principal balance. So it's a good idea to have ETFs and stocks as a way to have access to liquid investments if you absolutely need them. But these two particular uh, investments, ETFs, investing in, in funds, investing in stocks, should be used for long-term purposes and to diversify your portfolio. And if absolutely necessary, you can easily convert them to cash and leverage them as a liquid investment. And number eight, cash. Cash is the most liquid <laughs> of all liquid investments. This is because once you have it in hand, you can use it to make purchases, you can use it to make payments. And although cash in itself, in its plain form, is not necessarily an investment, right? You have to put the cash towards an investment, towards buying an asset for it to be an investment. It is on this liquid investment list because it's the most accessible way to make a payment uh, to cover a bill. So you always want to have some form of cash accessible and you can leverage your other liquid investments to have your cash accessible. So for example, your, your checking account and your high interest savings account. So liquid investments are a useful tool. It is really important that we all have access to liquid investments for different things, for emergency savings, for uh, sinking funds, to save for short-term goals, buying a home, planning a wedding, expanding your family. There are many reasons why we need to have access to liquid investments that are short-term versus having to tap into longer-term, more difficult to liquidate investments, for example, real estate. So we all wanna have a certain amount of liquid investments accessible to us as a part of diversifying our financial portfolio. Thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.